Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in the modern world. I'm Linda and I'm here with my friend Paul. Hey Paul. Hello Linda. How are you going? Well, I'm okay. Oh. Well, no, are you I, okay? you're, you're on there. Uh, you're on the sort of grumpy side of the week, oh, no, I think. I'm, I'm at the, no, I'm, I'm not no, so much grumpy, honest. but well, feeling let's a, be honest with people, a, little, right? I'm a little overwhelmed with yeah. things in, going on around me, but um, but that's all right. This is a this is fun, so this will clear my this, this will clear my hoodoo. This will clear my hoodoo. Well. Oh, no. So, <laughs> well. I don't know what today's topic is, but. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a, a well. I don't want to... Oh, should we be doing this off air, Paul? No. No, 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 okay. no, I don't think... I'm not going to dob anyone in or be mean to anyone. Wow. Am I being oh. mean to someone? No, I don't Uh-oh, know. It's I'm worried. A, so, here's the scenario, right? And it, at the time, now that I've had a bit of time to digest it, I am not as grumpy as I was, but I was really, really grumpy. So, last weekend, in the morning, I'm sitting out on my deck... You know, I don't read a newspaper, so I scroll through the news on my phone. And I've got a lot of feeds for, you know, food magazines and gourmet traveler mm-hmm. and yeah. all sorts yeah. of food, you know, like we all food do. stuff. Yeah, yeah, like we know, all do, yeah. Because obviously they know what content you like. Anyway, so I see this article headlined and it was titled something along the lines. And look, people can Google this if they want, but I don't know the exact title and I don't know the, I can't remember the author's name. Um, and it was an American, I'm pretty sure it was an American publication. And it was like <clears throat> the easiest way to mash your potatoes, something, something, something. And I was like, man, okay, this, this sounds kind of interesting. And I'm, now, I am quite happily to state that I'm a stickler for technique, right? Oh, so absolutely. In, I think, I think if, everyone who yeah. knows you has realised that. Yeah, so yeah. like... Even if I do my mashed potatoes at home, like I may well put them through a ricer, but then I generally will put them through a, a sieve, like a tammy, because like, I want my mashed potatoes smooth. Now, if you don't want smooth mashed potatoes, you can have like chunky, you know, crushed potatoes, right? And there's a million ways you can have potatoes. But when someone writes an article that says the easiest, mess-free, simplest way to do the smoothest mashed potatoes you'll ever have, my understanding of that is okay you're going to provide me with an idea here or a technique that a is apparently going to make my life easier b less washing up c is going to give me the smoothest creamiest best mashed potatoes of all time so that's the assumption that i make so i'm reading through the article anyway it gets to the stage of what is the technique so the technique is is peel your potatoes boil them okay now in some circumstances absolutely Boiling potatoes now we're a you know, company that revolves around steam cooking. You can do both, but it depends on the time of year, really. It depends on the potatoes. Like really starchy potatoes are better boiled because you cook some of that starch out into the water. But that's all by the by. So anyway, this technique from memory, I can't find the article again, unfortunately, but this technique from memory was that you don't even need to peel them. Right. Oh wow! So okay. you just put your potatoes yeah. straight into a pot of water, bring them to the boil, and cook them until they're like really fork soft. And then it goes on, and this is where I oh, got, I'm interested now. This is okay. where I got really like sort of it mentioned. You don't need a ricer, you don't need a tammy sieve, you don't need even a handheld potato masher. This is the way to do it, right? Mm-hmm, less mess, mm-hmm. less clean up, less okay. fuss. Yeah. Get a cake rack. So a cooling rack, 
put it over no a sheet way. pan, right? So just over a tray. I mean, Americans will know what I'm talking about when I say sheet pan. Put it over a sheet pan and just crush the potatoes through the cake rack. Now, I then was thinking about it, going, okay, well, it's got a false advertising that you're telling me it's going to be the smoothest mash because it won't be. Because the grating on a cooling rack or a cake rack is, is quite, you know, they're squares. Mm, and exactly. they're large squares, yeah. right? So you, the way to get a super smooth mash is to pass it or push it through something really fine. That's why mm. a rice is good. That's why a tammy sieve is good. A moolie is good, right? But anyway, so I'm reading this. Number one, it's not going to be the smoothest mash of all time. Do not, under any circumstances, tell me that it is less fuss, right? Then getting a ricer out, and with a ricer, you can mash potatoes with the skin on. Yeah, I do it all the time. Yeah, right. You yeah. just got to pick the skin out. Yeah, but that's easy because it but just comes off with the little, out, right? little lever that pushes them in. And then, um, so and and clean up, right? Cleaning a ricer is easy seconds, as right. Yeah. Seconds. In this scenario, I've got to have some implement to push the potato through the cake rack. I've got the cake rack. I've also got the tray underneath it. And I'm then going to have to transport the mash from that tray into some sort of other vessel to add butter, milk, cream, whatever it was. So I was sitting there getting really quite agitated and grumpy (laughs) because... And then I looked up, I clicked on who the author was. Now, I can't remember the author's name, but this particular... And I'm thinking... Maybe this is just a food blogger or someone that's trying to come up with a new technique for some unknown reason. Um, But this was apparently, according to this writer's bio, was someone that had worked in Michelin star restaurants, worked in some really good restaurants in America, and I was absolutely gobsmacked. Michelin star? Yeah. Okay. I mean, Michelin star's not everything, right? But... You know, no, but it does, got someone, it got does kind of allude to a certain standard of yeah. food preparation. And I'm not suggesting that everyone needs to pass their mashed potatoes through a fine chinois or a fine tammy sieve like I do. It's just because like that's what I do, right? And I have one and that's how I do my mash. But to title the article, the easiest, best, smoothest mashed potato that you'll ever make with no cleanup, no fuss, I was really, really annoyed. Because I would imagine there's a whole lot of people, much like we do, create content that's based around food, and everyone wants their own slice of the pie, for want of a better term, and food's really trendy, and chefs are the new rock stars, and all the rest of it. But why give people, like, false information? Like, the information that I would say we give, and the vast majority of people give, for anyone, any home cook, that it wants to try a new technique or anything, is well-intentioned right sometimes it may well work it's like a recipe right sometimes it may work sometimes you might skip a step sometimes you know anything's possible right but generally it's well-intentioned i would suggest this article has been written just because this person had nothing better to write about or nothing else to write about and there's no new trends or fads or anything like that around and let's just make something up so i actually tried it oh so I what? did it at home. Okay, did you take photos? No, 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 I didn't take okay. photos. So I actually did it at home and I served it with dinner to my wife and she kind of looked at me and like, what, 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 
What's happened here? <laughs> Expecting ah, the mash that yes. she would normally get. I have had and has been silky and smooth. I yes. said to her, I said, well, look, this is, and I showed her the article, and she's like, this is absolute rubbish. So, I, what am I saying? I don't know what I'm saying here is, I think what I'm saying is, probably don't believe everything you read. Especially, you know, everyone looks at the nice, beautiful, shiny pictures of food and goes, oh, I want to create that and all the rest of it. And that's great. But sort of maybe just always consider the technique and what you're reading. And is that actually going to work? Is it simple? Is it going to make my life better, easier? Because I just couldn't find the point of the article. Like it wasn't poorly written. And I'm not, I certainly cannot talk about writing skills or the English language because I haven't mastered it at all. But... Like, the point of the article was to give people, make their life easier for when they're in a, you know, there's, oh, when you're in a rush and you haven't got time to, you know, do all this sort of stuff to make the perfect smooth mash. It was, it's just, I don't know. Well, I don't know. You can tell what me was, what I'm trying to say here. What was it just, like cleaning the cake? Because well, I would imagine, the, yes, because I would imagine it's just clogged with, it's a skin yeah. potato that's always a hard the, thing to clean anyway made its way through yes of course it would because yeah. i know at home i always use a ricer yeah. but doug doesn't he just says no that's just no yeah. so he would prefer to peel the potatoes beforehand when he does mash yeah and um mash use it and, and use, use a yeah masher. whereas i'm like yeah. oh no i don't have time for peeling yeah. cut them in half whack them or quarters whack them in the steamer Job done. Job done. Yeah. Ricer. It's relatively smooth. It's Happy easy. Days. I don't have to peel. Yeah. If I cut them in half and they're nice, they fit into the body yeah. of the ricer. Easy. And yeah. then I know there's no lumps. It's wonderful. Yeah. And I put in I mean, the way we've talked about. I bought a ricer because I told you to oh, buy Oh, yes. And ricer. I give them as presents as well because yeah. they are so useful for so many things. Yeah. So I don't know what this topic is about other than, I don't know. I just think sometimes we get... There's such an inundation of like content about food and cooking and all the rest of it, and we're adding to it. Like I'm not, I'm well, not I, pretending that we're I not. Do but think I do think just kind of go, really. But I think really? in in sometimes your day life surrounds you with people who think they know about cooking different ways, who who don't know a lot about different parts of cooking, and who are trying to maybe push a particular thing. And when you see an article in something as you know reputable as the gourmet travel i don't think it was in gourmet travel. i wasn't okay yeah, it was but when a, you see but when you yeah. see an article it just feels like i can imagine because you you do have a lot of people around you coming to you you know for different reasons and yeah. this isn't an example of it but i was a bit worried there that it was something i'd done wrong and i thought oh i haven't done anything lately have i no 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 mm, no, mate. no so it's but, just yeah it's but i do think there is a lot of that there's a lot of people you know saying something and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't like my look, fry pan yeah. my fry pan idea i still haven't figured that out but i do think now more carefully about why i'm putting something how i'm going to work yeah. you know and that's something that you've taught me about the technique really about what am i going to do to start this this piece like the salmon and then finish it yeah. or you know, whatever it might be like yeah with making the risotto or whatever but um but yeah. Yeah, I was just kind it's, of like, there's, there's well, only so many fundamental cooking methods and techniques. That's right. Yes. And like, I'm all for change and I'm all for embracing like new methods and techniques, and, but only if they make the end product better. 
Yes. I think that's the got to be the criteria. So you're asking... If it makes the end product better, but I don't think a technique like this... I, I actually do, I just can't understand why that would be put in print. So just to, what you're asking everybody is just to apply a little bit of discernment towards when they're checking a recipe or they're checking a new process. Yeah. Not just, just in cooking... But in all sorts of things. Well, like where, I'm sure in accounting, Linda. I mean, you can sure. speak to that. Like, well, that's a different story, Paul. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's all, it's, like, it's it's all process-driven, right? Like, exactly. That's yeah. why, That's why, uh, in a lot of ways, you and I are very similar in how we approach. Well, that's a scary thought. I know. <laughs> but our therapist has said. <laughs> yeah. But it is the way we both work. And you mm. approach it with, with being a chef. I approach it with being an accountant. And it's nice to fall back on those comfortable tropes, which help you then deal with the, the unusual or the, the technical, the more technical. But I do think there's a lot of that around, and people are trying to fill content. Yeah. And, and look, be, be yeah, controversial, be, be different, be whatever you want to be. But I still think it's the responsibility of the writer to at least, like, understand... I think it's it's like false advertising to me. That's why it's yeah. like false advertising. It's like the smoothest, best, easiest, mess-free mash of all time, and people are going to go out there and try it. And they'll, but I mean, she's not. Whoever wrote the article isn't going to, you know, will be paid for it, and it's maybe just a another article yeah. in a raft or a contract that she has to fulfil over a period of time or whatever. I don't care, but it was just it's poor technique and method and if everyone wants to be get better at cooking and you know you see inspirational stuff on and what's inspirational and good to you might not be good to, to someone else but I just think stuff like that just doesn't help you're not helping anyone no you're just okay. writing for the sake of writing about food because you know, we've space. got to fill space and that's yeah. I just you know we often worry about okay let's not be repetitive with our podcast and let's not be repetitive with the recipes and all the rest of it so we don't just fill space and our newsletter we've changed the format so yeah it's sort of simpler and easier and less time consuming for everybody because yeah yeah. but anyway I'll see if I can find the art if I can I will I may well link it to the newsletter so people can read it for themselves and have a think to see you know if they think that method and technique would be as advertised, creamiest, smoothest. I wonder if uh, if it was online whether there were any comments or things underneath. No, well, uh, no, there wasn't. Maybe they don't allow comments, but yeah, it's quite. Sometimes that's always a bit interesting when you hear the comments, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm, I don't well, know what okay. today's topic is, but anyway, I just thought I would bring that up. Um, and one thing I did get asked, and I don't, we don't often do this, but I was scrolling through our Instagram profile, mm-hmm. um, and we have a follower who listens to the podcast, has the books, and oh, all the hello, rest of it, hello, hello. and actually said, oh, I, I spend a lot of time commenting and sending you guys messages and stuff like that and I never get a shout out so to Mr. Know-it-all DC (laughs) thank you very much we appreciate the fact that you're interested in what we're doing and talking about there's your shout out as well I didn't promise it but you asked so there's your shout out Um, 
So yeah, on a bit of a happier note. That's I, I love that as a as a name, Mr. Know It All. I love it. I bet you he doesn't put his mash or a cake rack. Well, we'll have to maybe ask him. Well, maybe after he's listened to this, he yeah. can he can come back and say whether he tried or not. And what does he think? Yeah. So but I've got a cake rack that's actually just open lines. So that'd be as yeah. useless as. Well, even a, a, sta- a standard cake rack is. Yeah, our you know, normal cake rack, but the little one that I use for some things mm. is just a good rack. I often put meat on it if I'm roasting because yeah. it's good for getting it off. Yeah, it's more a trivet than a rack. It's more a trivet, yeah. yes. So that would be absolutely useless at this technique. Yeah. Which, but even the big one, I'd hate to clean it afterwards. It's a bugger to clean. Yeah. It's a real pain yeah. to clean this big little tiny squares that jams up with thing in, food in it anyway. It's a See, nasty thing to get out. on your face is of annoyance. Yeah, okay. See, and, and I'm so just thinking about cleaning that, it. Yeah, and that's okay. just the cleaning part. So you, A, you're not getting the desired end result and B, you've got a whole heap of crap that you've got to clean up afterwards. Where's the, like, why have I, that Because I written actually on have paper? this, um, to clean our cake rack when it gets mucky like that, I use a bottle cleaner brush that, you know, sometimes yeah. you put into, you know, wine crafts and stuff, sometimes bottles if I'm re- repurposing them. But I use that brush to get into the little nooks and crannies of the yeah. of the square corners because that's where the food lodges and that's a nasty to get out. So the last thing I want to do is put potato peel in there. I'd never get it out. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, gross. So well, I, thank that, you for that. My... Thank you for sharing. Yeah. And phew, it wasn't something I'd done. Phew. No, but oh, that's good. Not this week anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just I felt like I needed to say something about it. No one has to listen to this, so they can listen to it or not. Well, but, I think yeah, it would... I wanted to say something about it because I just like I'm very much about trying to give um, advice to make. Do you know what I would like? Cooking, not that I'm the best, but experience. No, but you've taught me some amazing technique. Yeah. But and everybody who has bought our book and people that I know who don't even have steam ovens have bought our book for some of those techniques. Yeah. But what I was wondering is. In our listeners, has anybody else, reach out back to us and we'll read them out. Has anybody else um, ever come across a technique that promised something in cooking and delivered, and delivered nothing? A donuts is an Australian <laughs> slang for nothing. Yeah. And delivered nothing because I'm sure there are other examples. Oh, of there'd it. be hundreds of there'd them. There'd be lots of it's them. It's only this caught my attention. Well, one of the things that I thought was uh, interesting was um, my nephew got a waffle maker oh, yeah. for Christmas and I looked at it and he was so excited and I thought it's a waffle and it's a stand up waffle maker Okay. and I thought oh, gee I don't know about that and I was very sceptical until he said no wait till you see this honey Linda and made amazing waffles so I was thinking this little machine would be like and because it was so vertical and narrow and stood up I thought how's that going to work uh, it didn't work when he tried putting in melted cheese because that was a disaster. And I said, well, that was never going to work because it's not a batter. Yeah. But um, normal normal uh, waffles he loves and it, he uses this thing all the time, yeah. which I was really surprised about. So some machines can surprise you. Oh, no, no, no but, doubt. But they have to have, yes, merit. And the cake... The, uh, the cake rack the cake rack method potatoes it's <laughs> not a method do not try at home do not try this well at try home. it and let us know okay and even better try it let it know, let us know and take photos and send them in yeah so that'll be interesting on that note happy cooking everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> happy cooking Paul please don't try that again and um, 
Until next time, take care, everybody. Thanks, Linda. Bye, Paul. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe, and for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com. Mm-hmm.